Hello, gorgeous. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Jessica Harlow podcast. And also, welcome to a brand new year and a brand new decade. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope that everyone had a great, happy, healthy, and safe New Year's Eve. But let's get back to reality. My favorite time of the year is always when the holidays are finally over and I can get back to my routine and regularly scheduled programming. I'm one of those people that just loves their routine. I'm such a Capricorn in that way, I guess. Um, I like things how I like them, but also the older that I get, the more that I understand that change is necessary. You can't keep doing what you've always done and expect to suddenly get a different result. You know, there's a difference between persistence and just being too stubborn to adjust and adapt. I mean, when you go through life, you're eventually going to evolve and you're going to want to create new and different things. Speaking of new things. Thank you so much to everyone that has ordered Manifest Destiny, Secrets Not in the Secret. It's available as an ebook and also an audiobook. Um, each are $20 currently, but you also have the option of getting both for just $30. You can purchase yours by going to secretsnotinthesecret.com. Again, that's secretsnotinthesecret.com. I'm going to share an excerpt from the audio version of it in just a bit, but I wanted to share a few practical tips for really creating a new or just simply better life for yourself in the coming new year. Because it's not enough to just have resolutions and goals, but you have to make sure that you are doing what you can to actually support those goals into becoming a reality. From a practical standpoint, you really need to make sure that you have systems in place. It will make things so much easier and it will make such a difference. But what do I mean by that? What do I mean by systems? What I mean is you have to have a game plan in place and prepare as much as possible in advance, okay? They say that success is preparation meets opportunity. So, Okay, so this is something that a lot of people say. They say they want to start working out, that working out is something that they want to do. So let's say that for you, working out is something you want to do more of in this coming year. You have to be really clear about what you mean by that, okay? You have to be clear about how often, you know, really paint a picture of what that looks like and what that's going to look like for you on a day-to-day basis, okay? Like what what is that going to look like on a day-to-day basis? What are you going to need to have in place in order to make that work? Okay, like maybe there's something that you have to move around. Maybe there's something you have to remove. Maybe there's something that you have to like work out scheduling wise, but you really have to do that because otherwise you're just going to be, you know, flying by the seat of your pants and you're not going to feel like you're in control because you haven't really given yourself the opportunity to exercise your control. So, You have to be really clear about how often, what that's going to look like on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis. I know that a lot of people tend to really fall off the wagon, especially during the holiday season. Some people who, no matter how much they work out, sometimes they stop working out altogether. So there is that. And also, if you've never worked out before, if you've never really made that an actual routine for yourself, I'm talking to myself here. um, If you haven't actually made that a real routine for yourself, you know, make it a point to say, you know, get really clear and specific, you know, you're going to work out um, how many times a week, okay? How many times a week and for how long? Um, If you're somebody who'd never really worked out before, never really had a real routine, saying that you're going to work out for an hour, three or four times a week might make you want to drag your feet a little bit. Like it might be something that you just see like as way too much of an investment, way too much of a commitment. It seems daunting. It seems overwhelming. So, Instead, break it down to something that seems stupidly simple, okay? Stupidly 
simple. Like, so something that I decided to do since kind of I've decided that working out should become an actual part of my life. I feel like that's necessary. Um, I've decided that I'm going to do three times a week for 15 minutes each time. Okay. Why 15 minutes? Again, it's stupidly simple. I know myself well enough to know that 15 minutes seems really doable. And at the same time, it's not like I'm limiting myself to just the 15 minutes. Okay, I'm not limiting myself to being like, I'm just going to only work out for 15 minutes. No, because typically what will end up happening is maybe I'll be more comfortable with doing a little bit more. So maybe I can instead of 15 minutes, I can do 20 minutes or even 30 minutes and just take it from there. And once that kind of becomes more normal and seems really digestible for me or just almost at that point, then I can demand a little bit more for myself and a little bit more for myself. Do you see what I'm saying? So sometimes it's really helpful mentally to take something that you've been putting off and really breaking it down into something super, super micro. A few months ago, we had Shocker Girl Amber Lee Lyons on the podcast, and I'll never forget her two-minute rule where it's like, if there's something you've been putting off, believe me, we have so much stupid shit that we put off for like ever. That's not necessarily anything that's actually going to take a lot of time once we sit down to actually do it. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever put off something? Have you ever put off something so stupid for so long and you literally were able to do it in like 10 minutes and you were like, why the hell did I put this off for months? I get like that sometimes. So I'll never forget her two minute rule where she's like, if you've been putting something off for a while, just tell yourself you're going to do it for two minutes. Like you'll give it two minutes of effort. And typically what ends up happening nine and a half times out of 10, if not 10 times out of 10 is you go over that two minutes because what happens is if you show up and you get started, you're like, well, I might as well just finish it. Or this wasn't as bad as I thought. Or you're like, you know what? I can give a full five or 10 minutes to this, like, and it's fine. So you'd really be surprised at how many little tasks we can put off for way too long that could actually end up making things so much easier and simpler. The thing is, what happens is when we put things off for a really long time, they end up staying in our minds and taking up so much space and room and energy, even when we don't really realize it. You know, the more you notice something that you keep putting off, it's still draining your energy. It's draining your energy so much more than it would if you were to actually just do it and get it out of the way. So I'm telling you, be really mindful of the little things that you think are not like it's easier for you to just not do them. They're actually taking up even more energy than if you were to just actually get them out of the way just by you noticing that you're not doing it. And that also kind of deteriorates your trust in yourself, your confidence in yourself. It's like a whole It's a mind fuck, you guys. Just get things done. So get really clear, back to the goals, get really clear and set a really small, doable, digestible minimum expectation to start out with and you could get bolder later. But it's the idea of a little bit is better than nothing because if you think about it, small investments over a really long time can still add up to quite a bit. So think ahead, make things easier for yourself. You know, set your workout clothes from the night before, have whatever you need set up and ready to go from the night before. I really cannot stress the importance of the night before. (laughs) It's like when people say like, oh, what's your morning routine? My morning routine on my absolute best days starts from the night before okay 
Preparation is key. And it's not like when I wake up in the morning, I don't want to think about what I have to do. I want to already know what I have to do. Like I'm not going to sit and make a to-do list in the morning. That's a waste of time. Do it from the night before. So that way when you get up, it's already there. You see it and you're like, okay, we know what we're doing. Um, But also really important besides the clarity and the preparation is you have to also know why you're doing what you're doing. Okay, you have to have a vision of the expectation of your future self, what that looks like, what that feels like, that really turns you on. I don't mean that literally, but if that works for you, no judgment. I don't judge what works for people. So if we're going in with like working out, getting in shape, getting your body to look more like how you want it to, um, is it because you want to feel better and have more energy? Like, what's that going to look like? What's that going to feel like for you? Listen, for me, it's I want to be able to be in certain sexual positions without embarrassing myself because I'm out of breath. Um, it's not the only why, <laughs> but it's it is a why. Also, I'm not a chubby chaser anymore. So, you know, life was really easy when I was like in my early 20s and I'd get naked in front of a guy that could lose a few pounds and then some. But the past few years, I'm into guys that they work out. So I got to keep up. Look, I think I look great naked, but at the same time, you know, there's always a little bit more room for improvement. I could be a little bit more toned. Um, I'm not into the idea of being too, too toned. Like, don't worry, I don't see myself being like one of those like, you know, fit inspiration Instagram girls. Like nothing, there's anything wrong with that. It's just not really my lifestyle. I'm a little bit too laid back for that. Um But it's just that I'd rather get into the habit of taking care of myself now rather than regretting it later on in life and trying to get back on the horse later. Um, But anyway, I was thinking back to something that Cameron Diaz once said in an interview about getting into the habit of working out early, earlier in life, because it only gets harder to start the habit later, later on. And honestly, that's true for just about anything. It doesn't mean like you that relates to anything. It's better. You're better off getting started the younger you are because you're definitely going to have a lot more energy when you're younger. Okay. I mean, you can have energy when you're older, not saying no, but it's somehow always going to be easier the earlier you start. The sooner you start, you never really regret starting things sooner rather than later, right? You usually regret taking too long to actually do something. So there's that. Um, But here we are. I basically just want to look even better naked and be able to stay on top for more than 30 seconds just in case I come across someone that can last longer than that. Look, I've had it easy, but what can I say? Um, But enough about me and the practical side of life. Um, Let's get into a clip from my new book, Manifest Destiny, Secrets Not in the Secret, that I hope will help you reclaim your power over your own life and make you not just feel more in control, but also realize how much control you've already had and how you can make the most of it. Manifest Destiny, Secrets Not in the Secret, by Jessica Harlow. Forward. If you meet the Buddha on the road, kill him. Zen Master Lin Shi Yiswan. The Buddhists have an expression, if you meet God on the road, kill him. This is obviously not a literal statement, but rather a very spicy way of saying that you do not need to rely on a guru, a teacher, or anyone outside of yourself in order to be more enlightened. I say this because I understand what often leads people to content such as this. It often comes from experiencing a lot of pain and disappointment that our search for meaning and answers begins. We seek out the information we need to not just remove the pain and discomfort we are currently experiencing, 
but to try to figure out how to never feel it ever again. It is not my goal in this book to convince you that I know everything. If you ever come across anyone who claims to have all of the answers, run like hell in the opposite direction. I do not have all of the answers, and I don't think I ever will. I'm always learning every single day, and I love that about life. It is my intention to share what I've learned so far to help those feeling lost to find the path that is right for them. It is my belief that the right path is subjective. We all find fulfillment from different sources. We are all lit up by different things. No one knows absolutely everything about anything. Even the best doctors get sick sometimes. Even the smartest of people don't always get things right. Even the bravest of people have known fear. It is part of being a human being. I do not claim that you will never experience pain, doubt, or disappointment ever again in your life. However, I do believe that if you give some of the principles, ideas, and suggestions in this book a fair chance, you will feel and be more equipped to bounce back more powerfully than the last time you fell down. And eventually, through time and practice, will fall down much less and with much less of a mess to clean up. While people often come to content like this looking for a magical cure-all, I won't promise that everyone who reads this book will discover it. Some might not be ready yet, but chances are, if you pick this up, you might be close. You may be getting ready to be ready. There is magic in this world, although it may not look quite like what you thought it would or how you've been taught. In fact, it isn't quite something you find. It's kind of like misplacing something and finding it later. It's kind of like going to the store to pick up something you thought you needed, only to return home to find the exact thing, or even better, already within your possession. It is my intention that this book will open your eyes to more possibilities, to see solutions more than you see problems, to find strength where you once were certain you only knew weakness and defeat. As I said, I didn't write this book to convince you that I am a guru. Instead, I wrote this book to show you how you can be your own guru, savior, and healer, if you wish to be. This is what so many don't want you to know about manifesting, where power comes from, and how to tap into it. You are free to take that which resonates and leave behind what doesn't. Not everything is for everyone, especially not usually at the exact same time. If and when something is for you, the information will certainly find you again. Whether it is through picking up this book again months or years from now, seeing or hearing something that reminds you of what you found here, or someone else crossing your path saying something similar. I think we've all experienced hearing something hundreds of times, but somehow, on the 303rd time, it clicks, and everything changes. Maybe while listening to this book, something will click for you that changes everything. That is my intention for you. All right, so that's all for this week's episode of the Jessica Harlow podcast. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, go to secretsnotinthesecret.com to get your copy of Manifest Destiny Secrets Not in the Secret sent straight to your inbox. I'm so excited for this month's episodes. I'm going to be sharing content with you that I hope will help you to live a more intentional life starting in 2020. Let's not let this be just another year that passes you by, but the first of many where you do with it what you want. So thank you all so much for listening. And as always, I look forward to talking to you again next Thursday.